You're still tuned to I Am Live. My name's Charles Toy, and this is the tech space of our evening. Tech Impact. Let's see what Impact Tech actually has in our life. Firstly, something quite interesting that's happening, and it's actually just affecting most of us in South Africa, and that is the fact that South Africa uh, is trying to switch off its analog broadcasting communications. That means that we will start broadcasting digitally, radio as well as television, and the good news for that is that our 4G, uh, which is LTE and LTEA, and 5G networks for mobile operators, Celsius, MTN, and Telcom, uh, and Vodacom, the likes, would then be less congested. In other words, we would hopefully (laughs) get better, uh, not reception, but faster downloads running on these networks. The downside of this is that you would need to register for a set-top box if you don't have a TV that's already enabled to download uh, or or scan digitally for networks. If you purchased a TV in the last, uh, almost want to say two years, if I remember is the date that they're given, chances are you're sitting with a TV that will be able to do digital channels, not channel surfing, you're obviously going to do channel surfing, but you would be able to find the channels that you would want to watch digitally. This does not mean that you will get DSTV for free. Please don't think that that's the case. What it actually just means is that the means of transmission will change. It will no longer be analog, it will be digital. In other words, we are not physically going to broadcast the wave, we are going to broadcast the binary code of that wave, and you would need something to convert binary code back into colors and sounds. That's the way the TVs work. Now, you can register for a government-provided STB or set-top box, right? You need to go to the Department of Communications website, register for that, and then obviously you will get a set-top box being installed or sent to your house. I'm not exactly sure how that would run out. But you would need to do that before September 2022 because from September 2022, we will start the process of switching of analog broadcasting. We did start with digital broadcasting and we did start with uh, with with uh, sh- shutting down the analog broadcasting but it's been caught the court has called it unlawful unfortunately until this time because they said the general public has not been given adequate notice and uh, enough registrations and the flooding in KZN unfortunately also bothered us quite a bit with the amount of installations and set-top boxes that can be sent out. The second thing that is happening in this week is that there's a company called Grid Cars. Grid Cars is a company that's in, uh, very, very big on electric vehicles and actually supplying electric vehicles with electricity. Now, what's happening is they are actually on the N1 all the way from Cape Town to Johannesburg. They've, got in, they've installed electric vehicle charging stations, fast charge and normal charge to enable electric vehicle drivers to drive all the way from Joburg to Cape Town. So this is a sort of a new thing. Uh, We were always scared about the range that's happening, but they've succeeded in doing it. Now, remember that these charging stations work like fuel stations, right? So you need to stop there and buy a certain amount of electricity. Then you buy that electricity. That electricity was then used to charge your vehicle. And if you're not using the supercharger or the fast charging system, it's going to take some time. The scary thing is, if you compare the current fuel price now with this past Wednesday's increase, it's going to cost you almost half to make use of electric vehicle driving from Gauteng uh, all the way down to the Western Cape, specifically Joburg to 
Cape Town. We are sitting at roughly about 3,600 Rand on an average vehicle with average fuel use. Um, and then an electronic vehicle, not the high-spec ones, they are going to be cheaper because they use less electricity. But the standard electric vehicle that's sort of considered affordable, which I know is not affordable currently in South Africa, none, well, almost no vehicles affordable uh, currently in South Africa. But they did the testing and they calculated that the amount of electricity that you would need, if you're using fast charge, which would just be over 2,000 rand, 2,400. But if you're using standard charging, we take way longer. It's actually 1,890. That's literally almost half, just over half of what it would cost you to run fuel. And seeing as that the Department of Energy said that we will be still using coal in the year 2073, which is 41 years from now, chances are we need to start migrating over to, uh, to electronic vehicles. That's it from my side of that things. Let's see, given over to you. Oh, oh, technology, always evolving and ever changing, uh, mostly for the better, helping us in the medical industry, in the educational sphere, and also in just doing our jobs easier as individuals and making us more employable because a lot of us these days are able to even work from home simply because of the advancements of technology and the beautiful innovations that have come from many countries around the world. Um, today, I wanted to zoom into uh, something very interesting that recently happened. Uh, Self-driving car company Nero has won a federal safety approval for grocery delivery robots. Now, this is absolutely, absolutely fantastic, and I'm really loving this. Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I love this idea, right? Um, there's another vehicle that I saw that was quite big. I think it, it was more of a, it's an autonomous vehicle, obviously, self-driving, able to navigate traffic or maybe drive. This one, it looks very small, the one from Neuro. It's a small vehicle that literally packs groceries. It can fetch groceries from, let's say, a ShopRite or a Checkers or whatever the store may be. This is not in America, mind you. Uh, this is in America, the, the, the story that I'm, I'm sharing with you right now about the neuro company. Obviously, we know that eventually it's going to spread around the world, but I'm just using uh, the example of the stores that we're familiar with. Um, and these are highly secure vehicles that are, you know, have metal and cooling systems for groceries. Um, and they're not easy to just break in and and hack because for me personally when it comes to autonomous vehicles doing deliveries i have have to be honest that my biggest worry has always been the safety issue imagine you buy stuff at shoprite right or checkers or pick and pay or whatever your 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 store is um and then a vehicle moves from one company to pick up the goods at another company um and then they get gets to shop checkers and they upload uh, or load the, the 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 stuff in and then the vehicle now takes off now it's driving on its own i mean even um coin um uh, transit coin vehicles uh tend to be mugged and and it becomes very dangerous right um especially be well it has security so it's a different scenario armed security uh which is it's actually called an armored car so the thing about me is how are they going to solve the issue of security with these vehicles that do these deliveries right because they are autonomous they literally move from one place to the other 
only being monitored by people who are in remote offices, which also, I suppose, um, because they also have cameras, so they're able to record and film everything happening around them. Um, so I imagine that anyone who attacks them, it would be able to alert authorities and they would be found um, in, in a very short period of time before they get too far. So that's a plus. Um, that's definitely a plus, which modern vehicle, well, modern vehicles, which today's vehicles don't have a lot of cameras and don't have technology to be able to alert authorities when you're in an accident or when you're um, under attack or anything like that. Um, so this is quite an interesting, um, init not initiative, but an interesting innovation. Um, I would I would love to see that, like an autonomous vehicle walk into my complex to deliver food um, and then I walk out and collect my food, which is another thing I wonder how it's going gonna, it's gonna to work, right? Or maybe the vehicles eventually will get big enough, you know, sort of like how we do with uh, DSV deliveries uh, where you can go to an engine garage and then they have different slots and you would only be able to open one to put your package in. Um, and then eventually be able to collect your or actually have the package delivered to you at whatever address. So maybe you'd be, you'd only be able to access the pocket that has your items other or you'd have a code that only accesses, which is, yeah, that's actually not that difficult of a problem to solve. Because I was wondering, like, if it comes and then it opens up and then it has other people's orders in it, uh, definitely that's going to result in a lot of thievery. Um, and people just taking things that don't belong to them uh, because unfortunately people are just generally not let me not say generally but you do get people who are not honest people yeah so yeah that is uh, the first thing I wanted to share which um, I don't know how it would look here in South Africa um, there are neighborhoods that I imagine this would work, uh, but I they would really have to have very good security in order for them to be functional and to exist here, um, especially considering our crime levels. I really hate to bear badmouth our country, uh, but unfortunately, um, it will be a very big concern. Um, Amazon has very, very interesting designs to these vehicles. They're huge and big. And this is autonomous deliveries is something Amazon has been planning for a very long time. Uh, of course, whenever a company does these, uh, um, you know, types of innovations that could disrupt traffic or harm, put people in harm's way, they have to get a lot of uh, approval from governments and etc um so yeah it it does become something to be concerned about uh definitely becomes something to be concerned about so they need to get a lot of approvals, which tends to take a while um and there's a lot of delay and governments still need to sit down and make decisions um before i mean it's especially scary because most of the times governments don't even understand the technologies and how they work and they have no reference of how safe they are um and that that leads to bad decision making when it comes to such things. But I'm I'm grateful to see that um, um you know especially in America certain states are beginning to open up to this, and I imagine that we'll start to see it a lot in the West, especially in Europe as well. Um, I'm I'm very excited to see how, how is it going to unfold the story of um, autonomous vehicles doing deliveries. 
um, because we also know that uh, Elon Musk is also on that pursuit, but not for delivering items, but for transporting humans, which is a much more, uh, let me not say a much more difficult thing to do, but a much more serious thing um, to do. Because if you if a car crashes and items are lost, it, it weighs a lot less than a, uh, like a vehicle crashing with humans inside. Um, or crashing into humans so yeah that that is something that we really really do need to think about um so yeah anyways um there's a really quite a lot of things happening all around the world as far as the advancements of technology are happening um i'm i'm also i've been following this thing with apple and them have having been to put a usb type c charging because all app iphones are using lightning uh, lightning cables to charge which which is quite bizarre because all of their other devices i mean apple boasts about having an ecosystem that works uh seamlessly with each other with with uh, the the the, div the the different devices that they make um but now the iphone then becomes a bit of an outcast because it charges with its own unique cable it doesn't have a type c charger uh which the the eu has requested and and is now has recently uh working on approving and officially approving the law and i think apple actually might have to be forced to put in a type c charger which probably won't happen with the iphone 14 i imagine it'll happen with the iphone 15 um, that will start to see apple devices being designed and having um, usb type c charging cables uh, which will be very awesome for <laughs> apple users will start to understand how good it is to actually go literally anywhere in the world and there's someone who has a charger that works with yours <laughs> apple users will finally finally understand how great that is how liberating it is how you don't even need to worry whether you have as much that whether you have your charging cable or not literally anyone at a starbucks uh would be able to pop out a charger for you um so yeah that that that's something that i you know what else i'm excited for apple users for because this is actually turning out to be something that um is 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 basically being approved uh, by the EU and is going to start putting pressure on companies like Apple and not only just Apple. And I've mentioned this, we've obviously had this discussion before, um, but um, it's going to start having an impact on all people, all companies that make devices, right? Um, all, 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 all companies that make um, ele electronic devices for consumers, they're going to have to start making them um um usb type c so i'm gonna get to charge my cameras with usb type c uh in the future my all laptops will be usb type c um every single thing that you need to charge in fact even laptop and uh, not laptop computer screens computer monitors will be usb type c monitors not monitors speakers and monitors are likely to also be usb type c so we're gonna stop having to carry so many different uh, cables. Um, and of course, there will be exceptions because some devices actually cannot work um, or cannot function efficiently without having unique cables designed specifically for those devices. But the thing is, the USB Type-C cable is so capable that it doesn't make sense in 2022 that so many devices don't use it. 
uh, because it's also eco-friendly. Because if companies like Apple say that they've they've committed to being eco-friendly, uh, that they care about the environment. You know, one thing I hate, I have to mention this, my Fitbit watch. I hate the fact that it uses such a terrible charging cable. Like, honestly, why can't it just be something as simple as USB Type-C? Because it's so difficult difficult to get it in position. And sometimes you, you can slightly miss the mark and it doesn't charge. And I find that so frustrating. Um, I mean, I would much rather use USB Type-C or something similar. And I understand that it the, the, the watch in itself is too small to fit a USB Type-C, but I'd much rather use something that makes more sense and that requires less focus and fidgeting in order to get it into charging position. You know, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that. <laughs> and that will be our tech radar for this evening. We still have our discussion coming up. And remember that tonight we are talking about um, entrepreneurship, specifically in high school. Um, and we're actually looking into the question of what are the best business ideas to start in high school remember that this doesn't mean that you starting a business in high school as in at your high school this means while you're a high schooler so it's a business that you could start at home in your neighborhood at church um, doing it for your dad's friends or for your mom's friends uh, a problem that you could solve for them and just make a little bit of money in order to be able to buy yourself sneakers or playstation or whatever it is that you would like to buy obviously under the supervision of your guardian whether it's your mom your dad your parents your aunts your grandmother or whatever the case may be or even your foster parents so yeah um we're going to be heading into that conversation or discussion very very shortly